So then you just hear him going, what's up? What's up? What's up? As he's trying to shoot again, but his gun doesn't fire anymore. So then mm-hmm. she goes, oh, shit. And she reaches for her Smith & Wesson M&P shield. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. She shoots him four times. Nutsack, knee, <laughs> thigh, <laughs> one other area. He starts. Did it, did it open his scrotum? Yeah, 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 it did. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Mike. Happy 52 from me to you. The Patrick Willis episode. Patrick Willis. I have no 52. Hey, did Rodan wear 52 for you guys? No, Rodan wore uh, 16. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going like to wear 55. <laughs> 55. Yeah, he wasn't going to wear 55 because that's Tim Linscombe's number. Oh, okay. The freak. Yes. We haven't had many... We had Brian Cox here wore 52 for the Bears. He didn't really do much when he came from Miami. But uh, other than that, not many. If we wanted to keep it with like a law enforcement uh, crime theme, we could go with the Ray Lewis episode. Because he killed a guy. And he was wearing 52, (laughs) yeah. I saw that. He might want to hang low for a while. Yeah. There was a pitchfork (laughs) and a guy running around on fire. You're probably wanted (laughs) for murder. I'm Mike Morazzo. That's Brandon Silvera over there. And uh, whichever it, side this it gets edited, yeah, I don't know. In, I, no, you can't. When it when it's on Squadcast, it just does it. It's this. Yeah, I think. I mean, when yeah. it's on this, it's this way. Well, if you call me, you're on the other side. I don't know how it works. Oh, freaking. So no. yeah, I haven't been on Squadcast in like two, three months, and then I go in there, and the whole interface it's, is different. It's just is just as horrible. But I had great because I've got the new router. I'm hardwired mm-hmm. in. I had fantastic bars for signal the camera worked immediately everything worked and then you couldn't join with the link yeah it it was doing the same thing it was doing before and like on the bottom where it usually will say like join session it yeah. was just a little like like it was loading so i sat there and stared at it for five minutes right. and nothing happened it ain't my internet so I yeah well they I also have a they have a new feature in there that you can send the link to i think three or four like listeners they can follow along live and chat, but they can't be on camera. So they can hear the show oh. as it's being recorded, which is pretty cool. Well, that would be cool if they could just get their shit together on everything. Right, yeah. So, well, they got a few months because I'm not re- re-upping. So I wanted to use, we've got like hours banked, and I'd like to get my money's worth and start using it because the video quality is better. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll give it a try. So um, next week, I don't think I'll, be able to record. So I work Monday, Tuesday, and then I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, normal. And then I'm supposed to work the weekend. And I start vacation Monday. But I, I took my flex and time due for Sunday because Monday morning, I'm leaving for Pennsylvania. Driving out to Oil City. Going to be hanging out with Don Can, the dysfunctional woodworker, all week. Going to chill out with Don, just me. Uh, Going to stay in a hotel about 14, 15 minutes away from him. Because his, his town is so small, they don't actually have a hotel. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to drive. It's an eight-hour drive. So I'm going to try and, when I get home Sunday morning, sleep for four hours? 
and then get up so I can go to bed in the evening. So you can feel like shit? Right. <laughs> and then leave probably 4 a.m. because I can't sleep on Monday morning and get there by noonish or whatever. But anyway, so... Well, at least you'll beat the traffic. Yeah, I got to get through the city, so that might not be a bad thing. But uh, that's what's going on next week. So uh, we can play it by ear and maybe late Sunday evening, not night, if you're up to it, if you're not, you know, depending on your baseball schedule, parenting schedule. Sunday evening? Like how much earlier are we talking? Well, considerably earlier than we are now. Probably be like 6 o'clock your time. Yes, now. Right. So we'll see. We've been, um, it's been hard to squeeze in episodes lately. I worked last Monday. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to record because that was unscheduled. But it is what it is. It's life, I guess. You know, we're not just some guys that Such do woodworking and don't have anything else going on. God, I mean, that'd be nice. <laughs> we just work and, you know, a crazy job and try and, and do work. Working. And you raise, you're raising kids. And work. And work. And I don't have the whole kid and, problem. And work more. And work some more. And then take over. And overextend yourself. And then be forced into overtime. And then uh, just become grumpy. Hey, that's how I got this way, I guess. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm getting there. So I'm, I have a big grumpy coffee mug. It's huge. It's got the grumpy what do you call it? dwarf on it. Cause Maybe I'll get one of those when I go to Disneyland. Someone in the house calls me grumpy all the time, so. It's true, actually. <laughs> but only when I'm at every, home. I don't know why that usually, is. Usually, every now and then, one of the kids will call me out and be like, Dad, you're grumpy. It's like, Damn it, stay away from me. Yeah, you're right. Every once Go in a while. A beer. You're allowed, yeah. <laughs> Mom! Dad's going to drink his problems. <laughs> Let me show you how this is done. <laughs> you're buried deep down, and you're never going to bring it up again. Uh, all right, so... Uh, uh, that's probably not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it is, if we can laugh about it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. laugh or cry. Right. I prefer <laughs> to laugh because we cry enough yeah. at work. Uh, or I have in the past. Speaking of work, stop any bank robbers or chase anyone into 55-minute no. chase or anything this week? No, nothing cool like that. Some guy apparently like jumped off of the second floor of a parking garage and um, ripped open his scrotum. <laughs> I hate laughing at the unfortunate because my buddy says one day it'll be you, but that's funny. How? What did that's he land funny. on a spike? Funny. No. So apparently, what what had happened was he had been hit by a car. But he was high on PCP, so he just didn't give a fuck. So he was hit by a car in the parking garage? No, in oh. the street. Okay. <laughs> and then he went to the parking garage. And went up two floors. Up to the second floor. And then was like, I'm going to jump. And they were like, no, don't do it. And then he did it. And they landed. And he, then he I... land on his head? He landed on a car. <laughs> So he, I'm, what I'm thinking happened was in his own PCP'd out brain, he he went, well, the car hit me. Now I am going to hit the car. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But it was great because not the, the same uh, car. One of my former, no, not the same car. That's Although, un- oh god, how that's unfortunate would that be? <laughs> yeah. 
uh, one of my former recruits, I, uh, in fact, I saw her later and I told her, I go, this is the most proud I've ever been of you. She goes, yeah, I, I need to get a fire and EMS in here for a male conscious and breathing. And it's a code four for them. Like, okay. I'm cause I am, I'm babysitting somebody at the hospital. I'm listening to this. I'm like, man, okay. I wonder how fucked up he is. And then she gets back on there and she goes, yeah, the injury is going to be, he has a, hold on. Cause I took a picture. They put it in the event and I even sent the dispatcher a message. And I said, I love you so much for doing this. That's awesome. They attached the picture in the event on, yes. the, on the CAD. Well, no, they, they, I took a picture of the CAD event, but they typed in what it was. Oh, okay. And she goes, the male has a torn and open scrotum. Oh, there's a ball hanging out. And then I laughed and I laughed and then I laughed some more. And then eventually the, the guy I'm babysitting at the hospital looks over and he's like, you okay? Like, yeah, somebody just ripped open his ball sack. And then he started laughing and then he went, oh, cause he had been shot because he broke into somebody's house that had a gun. Wait, you're just repeating my story to you last week. Yeah. This guy's gonna live, though. Well, we'll talk about none of it. Mine. None too. of us thought he was gonna live, but wow! Where yeah, did he, he broke get into shot? Someone's house in the chest. Wow! No body yeah. armor or anything. No. Okay. So, I don't. I wasn't involved. No, that was a day shift thing. Yeah. But I had to sit and babysit him for a little bit, and heard that, and he laughed, and then it hurt, and then I felt good about that. That's awesome. It's good that he got, he hurt, he was hurting, heard you laughing at someone else being hurt, because screw these guys. And then hurt him, and then hurt himself. And then hurt himself. <laughs> good. And no, sorry, um, no, no remorse for those assholes. So, yeah. so you didn't get to no. handle that call, but what did he, he just, did he know the people that he was, went into their home? Nope. It was random? Nope. Yep. Just people are getting really ballsy these days. I'd say because there's no real penalty when you, even when you get caught and you get arrested and you go to court and there's like, look, promise you won't do it again. Yes. Yeah, where? Okay, cool. Be free. You, so. you, you've seen what's coming to our state January 1st. Is that real? Oh yeah. It's real. <laughs> like that, that can't be real. Oh yeah. Yeah. JB Pritzker is a, it's called the safe T act and people can just for who? Not for the residents of the state, that's for sure. You know, I'm so Jeez. sick of this argument. So for people that don't know, the Safety Act is going to be going into effect January 1st. And basically, just for Illinois, don't worry. Just for Illinois, you're going to be able to not – there's no cash bond, no bond anymore. So if, if I bring you in for, like, aggravated assault or attempted homicide, there's a whole bunch of list of things. You can just go home after you, you get charged. And well, so, let, Let's slow down real quick. Uh, Mike said robbery – and attempted homicide. That means you tried to kill somebody. Yeah, no bond. And you don't need suck to pay a bond. at it. It's, it's yeah. basically they go, hey, here's your court date. Promise you're going to show up. Right. Yeah. You you promise me right now. Dude. And you say, yeah, I, I promise. And they go, are you lying? No, no. No, I'm not lying. I don't know. Hand to Bible. Hand to God. Yeah. Hand to God. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll show so up. So it's really bad. And um, now I've heard that there's hopefully going to be some like legislation to counteract some of that. Now, I don't know if they, they're running out of time, right? Cause it needs to counteract all of that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty bad. So one of the other things that is going to be pretty bad and not to do with, this is on top of all that bullshit going on. I come, let's say you live in Illinois and I come to your house and I go in your yard 
and I set up a house inside your shed because I'm going to live there. And then you call the police because you're obviously trespassing on my property. And I show up as the police officer and I say, what's the problem? And you go, there's a guy living in my shed. And I go, oh, okay, let's go talk to him. And then I go talk to him. And I go, you got to leave. And he says, no. And I go, okay, here's a ticket. And I look at you at the home. Everything I could. Yeah, that's all I can do. And then I leave. And this guy's still on your property. And it's up to the homeowner to decide which amount of force is to be used to remove this person from your property. It, this is going to be the biggest Wait, shit show. So, so time out. <laughs> Does the homeowner get to tell you, I would like you to use a baton? No, no. The homeowner gets to use force himself after I leave. Oh, well, in that case, I would uh, oh. narrate to my camera, uh, code for end of contact, turn off my camera and go, I'd beat the fucking shit out of him. Yeah, luckily, I don't have and then a camera, I would carry so a I'll just tell those and, people, and, and here, say, use here, this one. Use this one. Go it's over to that hard, tree. It's a good hardwood. Yeah, rip rip off, get your little Ryobi saw, <clears throat> cut off a, a limb, and go beat Make the sure fuck out of this You can swing guy. it. Yeah. So that's, gonna, that's another beat the... I mean, I know, like, some of our bars and businesses and stuff that these people are trespassing at, usually we can, we can tell them they have to leave, and we make them leave, and then, or the people sign complaints for trespassing. All that's going away. Um, I know some of the bars, if some people try this bullshit, they'll get their ass kicked by our bouncers, which is great, fine by me. That would be fantastic. But I know, but for homeowners that aren't ready to beat someone's ass, and someone's going to be just in your backyard hanging out, I, I don't know, Brandon. I seriously don't know what's going to happen. It's it's a shit show. You, you know, every time that I think that it just can't get any dumber, <laughs> oh. there's a state that goes out there. It's usually mine, and I'm so glad it's not this time. Goes out there and is like, Let's we do can this. be dumber. We can be dumber. It, what if? What if we just tried this? Like, do you think they'll go for it? Like they can't be, they can't be down for this, and they've already oh, two states' attorneys, uh, not Cook County, of course, but um, two states' attorneys. One of the counties that I live in, and uh, another neighboring county, they are suing J.B. Pritzker uh, for this safety act. So they've got two states' attorneys that are suing, uh, with more hopefully to come, because it's just absolutely ludicrous. So the stuff that you've seen in our group posts. Is absolutely real and will absolutely be so much better. <laughs> There's going to be some wild videos. Yeah, it's going to be world star. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to California and your week Jeez. at work. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I didn't have to go to this. Uh, it was a day shift call, but some. Okay, look. This is like the PSA for everybody that drives a fucking car. Um, everybody. Every single human. Just slow the fuck down. Just slow down. You don't, there is nowhere that you are going where you got to be there that quick. No. How just, fucking important just, are you? Just be late because there's a fucking eight year old that's dead now. An because some, some fucking asshole. Just had to get to where they were going and was driving too fast through a fucking school zone and smoked this poor fucking baby kid and his babysitter while they were crossing the fucking street in the goddamn crosswalk to go to school. 
Did they catch the guy? Yeah, they stayed and they cooperated with the investigation. Um, but if the district attorney in Santa Clara County, uh, Mr. Jeff Rosen, if this person is not charged with at least vehicular, vehicular man vehicular manslaughter, right? I don't think it was intentional, right? Yeah. But grossly negligent homicide, something like that. This is ridiculous. This is now almost 50 human beings who have lost their lives in my city alone this year because of traffic shit. Slow the fuck down. Yeah, you are not that important. The world will continue to spin if you are five minutes late. Our night shift just responded to a horrible DUI crash. Um, there was a, a woman driving a Jeep. Um, no, Jeep Renegade, you know, the actual Jeep Jeeps? Yeah. So she's going southbound on one of our roads that's big curvy and it's 40 miles an hour. And um, she's hammered. And she crosses the lane and hits a Nissan Altima head-on, which had a family in it. Um, Jumps over. She flips over that car because she hits it head-on. She flips over that car and lands on another Nissan that was behind that car. All told... Uh, three vehicles, seven people injured. The mother of the first car that she hits uh, may not be out of a coma until 18 months from now. She had kids in the car. Uh, Yeah, and she was just not even fucking scratched. Of course, she got out. She's walking around, and they, they, you know, they seized her phone and got search warrants and stuff, and there's a picture of her on Snapchat, like two seconds as she's driving before they... Before the accident, hammered and Snapchatting people while she's driving. Like, I do love that, and I don't. Tell me if that this is the same in Illinois, but in California, if um, you're DUI and you crash and it results in a fatality, you can be charged with murder. What would be reckless homicide? Okay, yeah. well we just call it murder here. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, so you can still catch a murder charge. She's got that. many felonies. Charged. Many felonies on her right now, and I hope that no one dies. But there's, you know, one of the they said that the one of the kids, uh, he was so has got so much head trauma, he may never be the never same. be the same. Yeah. So I'm just so sick of drunk fucks driving too, and just they don't give a fuck about anybody. You know, no. one of our guys just arrested someone for their tenth DUI. I'm like ten. They're still fucking driving. At what point do you just cut off their legs and arms so they can't operate a motor vehicle? Then they get the Stephen. Who's that guy in the wheelchair? The genius with it uses the. Oh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, then they'll be driving a car with a blowing into a tube. I guess. <laughs> right turn, <laughs> left turn. I don't know. But yeah, but then how do you slow down? Do you start sucking? You. <laughs> it's horrible, man. Uh, it's getting out of control. But. Anyways. But you know, hooray! We're making electric vehicles. That that'll save us. Yeah, well, the ozone won't be so damaged as these people are still driving drunk. Well, I mean, the amount of pollution that goes into creating the batteries. D- neither yeah, here nor there. I'm not going to yeah. get, get on my soapbox. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fall for your trap, Mike. No, don't do it. <sighs> oh, so back to that bail thing real quick. The argument, oh, boy. real quick, because it's it stuck in my head. Every time I hear it, this is their argument, the, the Dems. It's not fair that someone can't afford to bond out after committing a crime. Well, it's not, that's not Democrats. That's stupid people. How about you don't fucking commit a crime and you won't be sitting in jail for fuck's sake? So guess you know, what? Like he, if you commit a crime, he, you're in fucking jail. Too bad. 
You know what I keep flashing back to more and more? What? You know the movie Liar Liar? Yes. <laughs> he picks up the phone. His client like breaks the login. He just screams into it. Stop breaking the law, asshole. Right. I feel like that so much. Me too. I've never had a problem about worrying about bonding out of jail. Yeah. Not even before I became a police officer. I'm not. Out- People now even ask me like, hey, what's the process? Like, how much is it going to cost me? I'm like, dog, I don't know. I drop you off at jail and I fucking leave. Right. We're, we're not dumb enough to commit crimes. I, I, I work very hard to not get arrested, which like being a cop these days is. There's a trick. Not easy. <laughs> it's we're fucking living in a bizarro world. Yeah, we really are. Um, anything else happen over by you? No, not really. It's kind of a okay. normal week. We don't have any recruits, so there's no real like funny recruit story. So and oh. we got three more weeks without a recruit and then mine comes back and then hopefully she gets off on time and then I go to Disneyland and Disneyland, nice. For a nice week vacation. Very nice. So I'll be in yeah. Oil City, Very Pennsylvania, and you'll be in Disneyland. A little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly. I'll still be having fun. It'd be the youngest's first time going there. Very cool. This is the one that's in California. Yes, that's right. Disneyland. Disneyland, not Disney, Disney World. Disney World is, is in, in Florida. Florida. Okay. And Disneyland, I've been to both. Disneyland is better. Really? Why? Yes. So in Disney World, it's there's more parks. Yeah, like if you Epcot. were to go into yeah, okay. all that other crap, and then if you go into over there, it's the Magic Kingdom. Yes. It is very small compared to Disneyland, which is because they don't have big. Epcot and MGM yeah, they don't. Studios they have and, California Adventure, which is across the way, which okay. in itself is fairly fairly big. But I would still say it's still probably more on the smaller side. But it is growing as they're adding things like okay. the Avengers Campus and stuff like that. Where so, is the Star Wars son, one? It's in Disneyland. Because they have the Millennium have, Falcon. You can go on that ride, and I want to do that. We have budgeted an entire day to Star Wars Land. Nice. Yeah, I, so, I want to do that. So me and my son will be uh, geeking out okay. all over ourselves. Yeah, very cool. I might swing a hammer when I'm at Don's. Not sure yet. <laughs> like, at him? or No, no, no. <laughs> he was building a big deck, and I told him I want to help out with some projects he's got going around the house, so. We'll see if we get anything done. Otherwise, we're just going to be sitting around outside drinking beer. Which is okay for me. Sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. And wearing our sidearms because, you know, got to have your gun on. Open carry is stupid. It's on your property, though. That's fine. Still stupid. Open carry in your own home. I know tons of cops that wear their guns around their house. Well, I mean, having it actually on you is one thing, but like, I think the idea of open carry, if I see somebody out about, well, like, well, outside of California, because open carry is not a thing here. Right. But like in Texas? Conceal, concealed carry is barely a thing. Right. But I do actually go to states where open carry is a thing. If I see somebody open carrying, I know that immediately that person is a liability in a gunfight. Maybe. Maybe he's... Because they're, because they're looking for the gunfight. Well, I hope that's not the case. They're just like, don't fuck with me. Like, when I have my ranch, when I retire... That old cowboy belt with the gun dropped on there. <laughs> when they have a liability saddle and a rifle on my horse. <laughs> well, see, when I move off the grid and into the middle of nowhere, uh, the second somebody 
step foot on, on my property. property. Yeah, because I'll have trail um, cams out by my the, entrance to my there property. There will be dust at their feet. <laughs> yeah. Followed by a loudspeaker said that w- said that was the warning. Yeah. You may go now. Turn around. Turn around now. Go away. I can't wait. It'll to, be okay if you just go away. I can't wait to build my shooting gallery out in, on my property, like all these different that's targets. The one, and, that's I'm really jealous because like my dad has one out in Colorado. Yeah, I bet. Like they have they have a little spot dug out on their twenty acres where they can they shoot. And I'm like, I want this. Yeah. Do they have a berm behind it? Yeah. 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 So there's a berm behind it because there's like there's they have neighbors, okay. but they're far enough. Their houses are set far enough back that. I don't think it'd be a problem, but they usually will still send off like a text or a phone call. Like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to be shoot shooting. Some shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. I we're looking forward to doing that. It's going to take a while. I can make like, okay. I want the shooting days. trees, all that kind of shit. We're going to be doing all that kind of cool stuff. I'll shoot okay. watermelons, cantaloupes. I'll shoot a watermelon. Then I'm going to go eat it. <laughs> eat one. Yeah. We'll eat that watermelon and drink a beer. That's it. I don't know why I went with a Cajun accent there, but I don't know. It happened. Maybe they do it down there too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. When was your week? Oh, it was good. I'm I'm only going to talk about some things that didn't happen with my shift. Uh, because you were said you were you were babysitting someone who got shot when he tried to break into a house. Yes. So on happened. on Sunday we had a home invasion. Fun. Yeah. So um, this I mean, not for the homeowner, but well, maybe. <laughs> uh, this piece of shit apparently used to live with these people at some point in another city. And then they, of course, they come to our town. So he shows up. He goes to the wrong block at first. And he's, a neighbor got him on videotape. And he's, he's got a, he's wearing all black. He's got like a black hoodie on. He's got some Assassin's Creed gauntlet on his arm. He's, <laughs> he goes to the wrong house. Thank God he didn't go in. He ends up going to the right, the correct house. And I listened to the videotape as, um, remember I told you, we were in training on that Monday. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he goes to this house and you hear one shot. And I think he shot out the glass on like the back sliding glass door, maybe to try and go in. Right. So then you just hear him going, what's up? What's up? What's up? As he's trying to shoot again, but his gun doesn't fire anymore. So then Mm -hmm. she goes, oh, shit. And she reaches for her Smith & Wesson M&P shield. Boom, 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 boom. She shoots him four times. Nutsack, knee, (laughs) thigh, (laughs) one other area. He starts. Did it it open his scrotum? Yeah, 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 it did. (laughs) He runs out, and he's, like, on the driveway, and she's still throwing shots at him when she's outside of her house, which may be an issue. Did he maybe possibly reach for uh, right? him, you have his to, weapon? I hope she articulates the fact. Well, he had dropped his, I don't know if he dropped his gun out there, but when she called and our guy showed up, I watched all the video, you know, she put both weapons, hers and his, inside her front door and then came outside and waiting for the police, you know. Uh, so I had to babysit him because we had to take shifts four-hour blocks to watch this fucking piece of shit. And uh, luckily, he was sleeping the whole time. He was, I, I was talking with the nurses. I was looking at all the IVs that they have. I don't think I've ever seen as many IVs. They had an IV tree running seven IVs and then another two IVs on the other side. And I'm like, holy fuck, how many lines you got going into this guy? And they're like, two of them are just, sedatives too, just to keep him knocked out. 
you know, and he was strapped to the bed and stuff. Yeah. But uh, so he lived. He had body armor on. He had an Assassin's Creed knife under here, which apparently he fell on because the blade bent and probably cut himself. He had his piece of shit weapon. <laughs> One of the, my buddies who processed the scene said he looked like he said, I'm going to assassinate someone, so let's see what I need. $200 should do for weapons. Because <laughs> he said the worst, worst home invasion assassin kid he's ever seen in his life. But uh, So we dealt with him. We so he was him. wearing body armor? Yeah, but my buddy Danny. Should have worn a cup. Who collected it said maybe he thought it was body armor, but it was like I saw it pictures of it. It was probably just a carrier. It was, there was some kind of foam in it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he it was. He probably just bought the fucking carrier. Or, or maybe it, to make it look like he's wearing it so they don't shoot him there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they shoot him in the balls. Yeah, in the knee, in the thigh. But anyways, he didn't have the he didn't have the presence of mind to wear a cup or shin guards. No, but so fucking amateur. The ET's uh, a Kevlar cup. Uh, the ET's process the scene right, and they get all the rounds and shit, and they listen to all the videos and trying to figure out how many shots were taken. And then Danny's clearing the weapon, and a shell casing comes out. So they recovered shell casings on the scene, and they were missing one. So when they get the weapon back to the station. And they're inventorying everything. There's a shell casing inside the weapon still. So it looks like he shot it and either he was. It was a failure to extract? Yeah. And then he couldn't shoot anymore. So he's like, <laughs> what's up? What's Got up? It. And all of a sudden, I'll show you what's up. <laughs> Just return fire. <laughs> he told her to put her gun down. She's like, uh, nope. Boom, 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 boom. So. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Hey, put your gun down. Put your gun down. Put your gun down. I was just kidding. Pop, 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 pop. Not my balls. I was uh, wondering if he was going to be like super high pitched. I don't know. He's a piece of uh, shit, man. I'm, so I'm glad he got what was coming to him. And it wasn't, an, you know, no innocent people were harmed. She was all by herself in the home and knew what to do. I guess her parents, from what I understand, her father's taught his daughters how to handle weapons from, since they were younger <laughs> for just the, this purpose. So that's always good to do yep. when you have a daughter. And yep, then my um, two oldest kids know how to handle a gun. My daughter shoots fucking fantastic. Oh, almost time for the youngest to. Touch one. Oh yeah. Okay. What what is the age in which you guys? It's more maturity level. So okay. like we we kind of showed my son it and everything and ran him through all kinds of stuff about it and why he probably should not be touching it. Yeah. When he was like five six. Okay. And then my oldest daughter was probably like seven, six seven. Just okay. from a maturity standpoint. Right. I think that was about the wasn't same. Wasn't gonna for grasp us too. it. Yeah, and I took and my then, daughter shooting when she was like thirteen. Yeah, and uh, both my oldest have already been shooting. Okay, like they've shot a twenty-two. Um, but then the youngest one—it's still too young. She's almost three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan shot my Kimber Custom Two with the um, light kit and the <laughs> and the trigger guard. All that's the whole setup. She her grouping was amazing for someone that hadn't shot before. So she, I want to shoot that forty-five. <laughs> like, yeah, you do. He's like, give me the for That's Go my sideways. girl. Yeah. That's Kill my shot. girl. <laughs> now, one other thing I'll, I'll mention real quick. Um, I got a call to go speak with this guy who was reporting some suspicious people in this neighborhood. So I swing over there. Were, were they black? No, but we do get those calls because they're, they're either tourists or passing through. Um, so I swing over there. It was the rookie's call, but I beat the rookie in his FTO over there. And uh, 
I'm, I wa- I'm walking up to the house. This guy is sitting outside his house. He wants someone. He heard a noise in his house. He wants the police to check his house. I, I'm walking up to the house. He's outside on the front porch in like a Speedo. It's his underwear. I'm Good like, him. oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> and I, I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Oh, yo, man. Uh, this guy, first of all, the guy's like 45 years old. And he's like, um, there was a, oh, I know I shouldn't have, I'm watching my parents' house because they're in Italy. And uh, there was a carload of people over there. Like there was like 10 guys in a car. And uh, I think they were watching my house. And I met some guy on Grindr, uh, you know, and it said no one brings, you shouldn't bring home a gay guy. And oh, I'm gay. For but- <laughs> those of you who don't know, Grindr is the homosexual equivalent of Tinder. Yeah, I continue. Br- yeah, I brought some guy home and I just met on Grinder, and I know, I know I shouldn't. And I told him, you know, he's like, I really like the house. I'm nice. like, thanks. It's my parents' house and they're in Italy. And, uh, you know, now I'm thinking he's going to come home and rape me. He said he's going to rape me. <laughs> well, uh, boys and girls, that, that actually can't happen. A male cannot rape another male. By definition, he can sodomize them. <laughs> yes, he can. But he. But he can't rape him. Uh, so we had to clear this house. And I'm like, feel free to put pants on at any time. And you don't have to go around with us. It's like, no, no, I got to see. I got to, I got to, you know, I got to make sure. I'm like, let us Wait, clear the house. you allow this guy to follow you guys no, around no. when you cleared the house? Uh, the rookie tried to keep him in the living room. But he wanted to follow us around the house. And uh, I'm, I, I was so disgusted when I left. And I'm like, stop bringing strange men into your mom's house when they're in Italy, you fuck. Would you tell him that if he had just picked up some hot piece from Tinder? And then she said, and then he told her that, you know, his parents were going to be gone in Italy and he wouldn't yeah. be at the house anymore. Yeah, don't bring some strange person home in your house. Okay, just making sure that you're well, treating him with Of course, equity. yeah, no, it's got nothing to do with, you know, him being Stupid. Is, no, no, it's, it, it's got him being stupid. It has everything to do with the fact <laughs> that he's stupid, stupid. Not gay. It has nothing to do with the fact that he likes dick. Right. Nothing to do with that. Yeah, because that's not an issue. So anyways, there you have it. That's fun. Many more things that will come in the coming weeks. All right. Uh, we have a number of officers. We only have like six, I think, or seven, right? Um, yep. One, two, three, four, five, six. And I don't, I don't say only six lightly. It's been two weeks since just we recorded. The last, it's the just, last few times, it's been big boy numbers. Yeah, we're lucky that there were only six. Um, I think I can get through them rather quickly, so uh, not that it's meant to be quickly, but let's see what we got here. From the Texas Department of Criminal Justice Correctional Institution, Institutions Division in Texas, Correctional Officer... Three, Caitlin Brianne Ritnor. End of watch was Saturday, September 3rd, 2022, from an automobile crash. From the Cobb County Sheriff's Office in Georgia, Deputy Sheriff Jonathan Randall Koleski. End of watch was Thursday, September 8th. 2022 cause of death was gunfire. Deputy Sheriff Jonathan Koleski and Deputy Sheriff Marshall Irvin were shot and killed while serving a felony theft warrant at 2474 Hampton Glen Court in Marietta shortly before 8 p.m. 
they were taking the subject into custody when another subject inside the home confronted them with a firearm. Both deputies gave commands for the man to drop the firearm before an exchange of shots. Both deputies suffered fatal wounds. The wanted subject and the shooter both barricaded themselves in the home, but unfortunately were both taken into custody alive. Deputy Sheriff Koleski was a United States Army veteran and had served with the Cobb County Sheriff's Office. No tour time is available. He is survived by his wife. He was 42 years old. Deputy Sheriff Marshal Samuel Irvin Jr., the second officer killed in that incident, was 38 years old. He had served for 10 years with the Cobb County Sheriff's Office, and he is survived by his wife and two children. Fucking theft warrant. Jeez. Georgia State Patrol, Georgia Trooper Cadet Patrick Donnell Dupree. End of watch was Thursday, September 8th, 2022 from duty-related illness. After completing exercise, Trooper Cadet Dupree collapsed. He received life-saving measures on site and was rushed to the hospital where he could not be revived. He was 36 years old. Survived by his wife, daughter, and two sons. Eight years on the job. Arvada Police Department in Colorado. Police Officer Dylan Michael Vakoff. End of watch, Sunday, September 11th, 2002. Officer Dylan Vakoff was shot and killed while responding to a domestic disturbance. Around 1.40 in the morning, he and another officer were attempting to break up a fight between the family members when one of the involved men opened fire, wounding a woman who was also involved in the disturbance. The subject then exchanged shots with Officer Vakoff and the other officer. Officer Vakoff was mortally wounded before the subject was also shot. Officer Vakoff was a U.S. Air Force veteran and had served with the Arvada Police Department for three years. He was 27 years old. And from the Detroit Police Department in Michigan, Police Officer Lloyd Mike Todd. Police Officer Mike Todd succumbed to complications of gunshot wounds he sustained on December 5th, 1998, by gunfire. He's 57 years old. He had served five years before he was shot. He finally passed. If you want to find out more about these officers, you can go to the Officer Down Memorial page at odmp.org and look for this year's honor roll for fallen officers. I was looking at that last picture and wondering why it was in black and white. But 98, they didn't have color photos back then? I remember 98. It was in color. I thought so, too. I don't know. I remember watching the home run race in color. I remember. Yeah, right? I have a lot of those games on videotape. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you the question because you're from an older generation. Okay. um, And not a Barry Bonds fan like I am. 
I am a Vons fan. When I, well, I mean, look, I, I grew up idolizing the guy, right? Yeah, I liked him when he was in Pittsburgh. So, so if Aaron Judge hits 62 home runs. Yeah. You mean is when? he second place? Yes. I, I think he's going to get close to 70. But That's a good is question. He, is he the single season champ? No. But here's what I'm going to say. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because as, as much as we hated the steroid era, the commissioner didn't do shit about it, and it is what it is. And all those guys, McGuire and Bonds and Sosa and Clemens, uh, they should all, their records and should Gagne. be what it is. And Gagne, they should be in the Hall of Fame with that asterisk played during the steroid era. I don't think there should be an asterisk period. If you want to put a notation on their plaque that says, like, hey, this person played in the steroid era, and, and then say, that. hey, this person either did, you know, like in the case of and Brad Bond, never, never failed the drug test. A-Rod never failed. Well, yeah, he did fail the drug and test. And he never admitted mind. to it. A-Rod admitted to and, it. And, yeah. But Sammy so and I Barry never admitted that, to that's it. fine. But you can't, like, I don't know. I, I could go. I could do a whole show on baseball's Hall of Fame no, and how it's fucked up. I'd like to see Judge get it because he's having an amazing season. And if it's clean, because we don't really know, um, it's an amazing. We assume it is, right? But, it's an amazing feat, right? Um, I mean, just what he's doing now is an amazing feat. I mean, I think anytime yeah. anyone hits fifty home runs, it's an amazing feat. Yeah. So but to be one away from sixty is amazing. Yeah, I'm curious how many really games left. He's like a 15? giant next year. Yes, yeah, I was like hoping he'd be a White Sox, but no, he's not going to. Neither one of our teams are. He would come here before he'd go by you. Just saying, no, he wouldn't. He yes, grew he up would. a Giants fan. Oh, stop. He's he, from California. He, he went to Fresno State. He said that he grew no up a Giants thing. fan. No such thing. It is a fake news. I think. Yeah, I think you're making. <laughs> That's bullshit. He definitely didn't grow up in California. He didn't go to college in California. Right. Didn't like the Giants. No. In fact, he was a Dodger fan. He'd I want to see his there. birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I am 12. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Um, maybe he will go home by you guys. I, I oh, hope geez. so. Can you they see him in that ballpark? They need a star. You guys aren't making the playoffs this year, right? God, no. I, I haven't looked at your record. Um, it's not good. Okay. <laughs> I, now the Sox it's are bad. three and a half out. Here's what I don't get. This is what's killing me. I, I wrote the Sox off the first week of the NFL season they they got swept at home to Arizona. Okay, um, Arizona's there, like thirty games under five hundred or some ridiculous yeah, amount. I, right, I understand. All right, so they come home, they get swept by Arizona. And I said, posted. They're done. Thank God the White Sox decided <laughs> to end the season early because football starting, and then they, Larusa, I don't know, has a heart attack or some pacemaker put in. He's gone, and they just rip off you know seven and two or eight. I feel like he's uh, in rehab. So they're playing really <laughs> well. Arizona, he started drinking yeah. again. They're playing really well. And then they beat Cleveland in the one game makeup. They pounded them. And then they come home to play Colorado and they split again, that I series. Totally I don't. A. Then they, they, they lost. They won two out of three in Detroit, but I'm like, they had supposed to sweep Detroit. So they're going to be playing Cleveland three more, I think, starting Tuesday because Cleveland's got one more game with Minnesota. So they have to sweep them. But they've got me. I'm so frustrated with them because I wrote them off, and all of a sudden now there are three games out again, and, and they're, they're playing three the games game. against Cleveland. And it's when the division are out because there's, there's, they're like seven or eight games behind for the wild card, so that'll never happen. But yeah, I'm like, damn, White Sox pissing me off. Not one. I think they had nine games. How with the dare whole they team. give you hope? Right? 
<laughs> I mean, it's fun to be playing meaningful games in September because a lot of teams don't get that. But um, we were expecting way more. They're the, they, are, they are the biggest disappointment in Major League Baseball this year? No, they aren't. Well, not you because you're Giants. You're thinking your Giants are, but your Giants weren't predicted to do much this year, were they? I think when last go, year was an aberration. When you go from 107 wins down to, I think they're at like 60-something, you were the biggest disappointment what were they, in baseball. What was their record before last year? Close to what it is now, right? Well, it was the 2020 season. So that you, that really no, can't be used as a barometer. Oh, that's right. 2020, we played 60-something yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. And, 19, and they were close. In 19, they were... Not good. Right? 19 was like the end of the Bochy era. Okay. So they were close. This, I mean, look, 107 wins. That team should have had no business. Do you, you run that simulation a million times? That was the one where they get that many wins. That's when or anything close to that many wins. That's the anomaly. Yeah, but that this was, year, like everyone thought that there would be a regression back to the mean. So like 85 games. <laughs> I was thinking like maybe high 80s, 90s. Dr. Strange was over there and he just went. That's it. That was last year was. Yeah. This is the one. One. You get one. And then next year. No, no, no. We're back to normal. You guys are not great. Well, it'll be another October without either of our teams in it. I still watch. This is the only. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I, no, I do watch the NFL playoffs when it, if my teams aren't in it. My team isn't in it. Um, but I do watch Major League Baseball. Your teams. And you teams. Multiple teams. Teams. I, I will listen to base playoff baseball because it's nothing like it on the on the radio when you're working, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be nice if my team was in it, the White Sox. So yeah, it'd be fun to have a rooting interest. And, and uh, hopefully they realize that um, the White Sox that is. Maybe they move. Either Tony Larusa says I'm stepping down for health reasons, or the club says, come on up to the front office as an advisor, but get come, the fuck out of the dugout. Come be a special advisor and show up maybe three days a year. Yeah, get out of the dugout <laughs> and let someone run the team. Miguel Cairo has been doing a fantastic job as the manager, and uh, I wouldn't care if he managed from here on out. So we'll, we'll get to that. So uh, yeah. what's going on with you? You made an awesome – I'm going to try and put this picture in the video if I have time of the flag that you made. That's one of the things I've noticed uh, other than you're doing more home plate team, home plate stuff. Yeah. Those kind of took off. Um, and so I got all of those done. I have orders for NFL logos. Um, but I wanted to see if I could find a different kind of backing, um, for the logos than just like a rectangle. Uh, but if I do an ellipse, it's going to be hard to get it to look like a football. And then I have to worry about angles and the decreasing width and no, all this thing for, for, for your, logos. For yeah, side. that's what I'm going to do is okay. I'm going to do just a square rectangle. Uh, unless it's something like the Steelers and it's just going to be the circle. Yeah. So I have um, commitments but not money in hand, so it doesn't go on my list. Right. Uh, for a Steelers, um, a Panthers, okay. a Broncos, and a Giants home plate. Nice. Um, that are supposed to be done. And then I need to start actually tomorrow doing a uh, very <laughs> complicated uh, logo for a local high school. One of my old FTOs is an offensive coordinator for the local high school. Um, he wanted one of their logos, their, one of their specific ones, and it was the one. He showed me all the different logos they have, and I'm like, okay, it's I want the, the one that looks like one. the 
I want the one that looks like the University of Cincinnati, like the C oh, with the like bear the bear cat. paw yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, I want that one. That one I can do pretty easy. I'm like, I'll get it done in a day. And he's like, no, I was really hoping like this one. And it's like the most <laughs> intricate thing. Like, I just looked at it and was like, fuck, I'm not charging you enough. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. You're going to just allow scroll, scroll saw time. So there's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like small details because it's like this panther or cougar or whatever the fuck on top of like kind of this rocky or this geometric shape okay with the school initials and the word roar and then inside this geometric shape are more geometric shapes that are a different color hey i got an idea do you know what thickness you're going to be making those out? I want, i'm gonna have to do it out of like half and quarter inch mdf because it's going to be it's going to be stacked. So unless right, this right, thing's right. going to be like six inches deep. Right. Can you find a, a digital cut file? Cause I can cut some of that shit for you and send it to you. Well, I mean, on that's the, kind of on the CNC. That's what I was thinking, which is going to lead me into some other things with uh, full house. Cause there, there could be some changes coming. Um, but I like, I, it's one of those things I can do it all in scroll. So I can probably get it all cut tomorrow if i get all oh, the material okay it's just going to be very time consuming and very stressful and very nerve-wracking and that's just the way it is it's going to be a challenge but it kind of it it's one of those things of like yeah it's gonna be challenging but that could be pretty fun yeah that'd be fun so all right i just have to go through and plan everything and right and all that and i gotta learn i want to learn inkscape to kind of break things down, like to take these images and then to break down, like, okay, print out this one, print out that one, all that stuff. So I can not print out like eight copies of the one giant picture and right. waste all of our ink. Yeah. But until I get that figured out, that's going to be what happens. But once I get that done, then this flag done and one or two of those other orders done, I'm getting the Ortor Laser Master 3. Oh, you've decided? Because that money will pay for that then, right? Yeah, that's okay. that's about how much I need to get that thing brought in. Good. That can cut, um, like basically three quarter inch pine. Wow! So it should be able to cut three quarter inch MDF. Is my logic? I'm sure. So it'll be uh, that will be a huge help. Wow! Because um, I kind of want to really dive into this signage stuff. This I, is, I have fun making it, signs fun. and would like to do more. You know, I was watching. Uncharted Customs because he does nothing but signs and he yeah he just did one uh, for a business and he makes the template out of cardboard and then he puts the letters in there so everything I don't know how he makes that template maybe he hand cuts it or he's well, no, got a he laser used, he uses the laser for a cardboard cut out that he yeah okay so he uses the laser cuts out the the letters and stuff and the logo for and the cardboard and he says he makes it he answered me he said he a little bit bigger. So then when he cuts out the letters, they fit, you know, perfectly inside there. Yeah. Um, and that's how everything for, he used to measure everything and now he does it like with the late with laser. That's pretty, like when it comes for layouts and stuff for me, what I've been doing is I'll just mock it up and then I'll put a piece of painter's tape and yeah, create that's what I do. basically yeah. my bottom border right. and my either left or right border. Yeah. And then I just throw the glue on there and then very delicately put it there. Right. Press, pull the tape and then put something heavy on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we do the same thing. <laughs> And so, um, but the goal with, so I, with full house, I've never, 
it's never been intended to be a self-sustaining business, right? That was never the goal of it. Right. It was a hobby for you to work off your, to do something you like, enjoy, and destruct. Yeah. And I think now um, I'm kind of getting to the point where not necessarily I want it to go full time, but I do want to get it to the point where if I do walk away from law enforcement, I can roll right into that where I'm set up. So it's this last week, week and a half has been a lot of trying to develop like one, three and five year plans. So the laser master three is like the short term one. Um, I think within three years, I'd like to either get the, um, that thunder laser that, um, Sam over at Uncharted has. Yeah. Or the Omtech, like 80 watt, um, kind of big boy one that, uh, David Franklin has. Actually, I was picking his brain about, about the one he has. So I think that would be the three year and then in five to add a CNC. Yeah. I'd like to add, I haven't, I know I haven't touched my laser yet, but since I don't have to expand the shop too much, I would like a bigger CNC eventually, maybe. When I retire, retire, get a nice five by 10 or four by eight, but I would like a big laser. Maybe that's the next big thing I buy that can go on the other side and then vent outside. Yeah. Because it could do, since I've been doing signs, it would be, I think that's more precise than the CNC. It's easier to yeah. work with. And as much as I enjoy the scroll sawing, like just being able to be more efficient with making the signs and just being able to set that like, okay, cut this stuff out while I work on painting, priming, layout. And all the other things that aren't cutting it and stressing about like, oh, no, I screwed that up. So now I got to throw it out and start all over. Yeah. It, it leaves that. It cuts down on waste. So I, I think that's kind of where I want it to go. And then to really dive into like signage, flags, that kind of stuff. Instead of because <clears throat> I the handful of times that I've built furniture, like. I don't like you look at someone like my coffee, right? loves building furniture. He absolutely loves it. And it's great. It's very obvious when you watch his stories and stuff and all his content that he loves building furniture. I don't love building furniture. I like it. I enjoy it. It's fun to do for family. But I can't imagine doing that shit every day. That's every too day. stressful for me. Because you screw up one thing and it's like, fuck, dude, that's like that's a thousand dollar mistake. Yeah, plus your materials and machines all go yeah. up in cost. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to make some tables for the new family room that I'm finishing now. So as far as furniture goes, I doubt I'll take on another custom kitchen island build. But I would like to build tables and stuff. Nothing like Mike does, but I would like to well, maybe do a slab table. You know. Yeah. I don't so know. my mom actually was over at the house today, and she's like, "So when can I get you to build me a table?" I'm like, Pfft. I got that big ass jointer now. All I need to do is start making like, shit. Like, I could build you a table, but... How big does she want? Like a kitchen table I, it, it was coffee it was, table? It, it, it's like a kitchen table. Okay. So we didn't talk much about it. It was like, why don't you build me a table? And I kind of laughed, and I said, yes, with all the time I have. Yeah. <laughs> you can... I, I know by me, I can go to the uh, Spirit Hardwood store if I didn't have the machines and buy, have them 
mill up all the lumber I need for a table. They'll joint it, yeah. face it, you know, uh, plane it, and it'll come perfectly square, the sizes I need, and I just do a glue up if I needed to. Yeah. So maybe you go that, that route. Well, that, you don't have to do well, all that. Yeah, shit. that would be that would be the route that I would have to go. But I'm thinking more of like, oh, I gotta come up with a price for your mom. Because, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Just materials. And I know she wouldn't. I know she wouldn't. No. She'd want to she, pay you. She would not. Yeah. She's like, no. What's your rate? Because she's done that before with things. She's like, I'll have it listed on something. And she's like, wow. Or before I list it, I'll finish it. And she'll be like, wow. She said, how much are you listing that for? And I usually am honest with her. I'd be like, like 100 bucks. Next thing I know, my Venmo goes off and 100 bucks. And it says like for that thing. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> like, if you wanted it, all you had to do is just say so. It would have been yours. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that's what's going on. I also, my Ford Maverick has been ordered. Woohoo! Got the Maverick. It's, it's been ordered. I don't have it. No, they're not, it's I not funny, it for... but it is something to clap about. Are you laughing at me? Not me. Like Someone in the crowd was like laughing. I'm here to fucking abuse you. So, that's exciting. In like, in like seven to eight months, they say. Allegedly. I believe it when it's here. So, well, I'm going to go put the deposit down on that. Luckily, you're not in dire need. You know, because that yeah, not suck. anymore. Right. <laughs> uh, so the car troubles we did have ended up kind of accelerating this because we've been putting off getting a truck that we want for a while. Right. And then uh, had more uh, car issues. Had a rock kick up and just smack the shit out of my windshield. Big old crack in it. So that got filled yesterday. But thankfully, my insurance covered the fill. Do you guys have? Is it Safe Light? Yeah. Safe flight repair, safe flight replace. Safe flight replace. Did they come out by you? <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, they came out and they excellent. had it done in like 45 minutes. It was great. Giddy up. Good. I didn't have to do anything. Good deal. Like, I was asleep for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. They just show up and do it and you wake up and it's done. Yeah, and he, and he handed them the keys and said, yeah, it's that car with the big fucking crack in the windshield. Yeah, get to it. <laughs> Good. Snappy. So what's, what's new in uh, Mike land? You know I lost a water heater, right? Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. we. I think it was before we recorded last because I had this opening in the wall that I have to do something with. Yeah, you were trying to figure out the best way to yeah. close it back up. And eventually I'll get to that. But um, So my wife got a new car. Cool. That's been an issue. She finally decided? Yeah, she had to like September 6th, and then like September 2nd, she's like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, well, you have to go and get this thing. So, any, meeny, miny, that one. <laughs> she found two that she went to go look at on her lunch break, you know? And then I wake up and then she's driving home and she calls me and I said, How is it going with the car search? And she's like, I, f- I saw two that I really liked. And I'm like, Did you buy one? Well, no, I, I think I'll go back tomorrow. I go, It ain't going to be there tomorrow. So come home. Come home and we'll go. And then you can drive it home. Okay. So she comes home and then we get in the car, start heading out. She gets a text car sold. I'm like, <laughs> I told you. And then the other one was too far. So then she started looking again. She finally ended up getting uh, a, a 19 Lexus NX 300. Okay. It's fucking sweet, man. It's pearl white. Nice. Uh, all wheel drive, heated steering wheel. 
heated and air-conditioned seats. It's got everything. But I'm frustrated because I went to drive it the other day. I get in the car. It's got memory seats and all this other cool stuff. So I, I get everything set, and I'm like, we're driving. To, I forget where we were going. And I'm like, oh, to go bring something to my daughter about an hour away. I'm like, um, how do you turn on a fucking radio? I don't know. I go, do you know anything about this car? No. I just, I know how to turn the air on. I'm like, you've had the car for like 10 days now. You haven't figured you out. You just start pushing buttons? <laughs> She's like, beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. That's so like the I, first thing I do is I get in the car. I'm like, what does this button do? What does that button do? I know. She's apparently going outside. I don't know why she's still up. She's looking in her car. Um, so here's something else I did. So here's her. I, her car is pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah. So um, Amazon Days had a sale for an alarm system for Ring. Back, what is that, six weeks ago, Amazon Days, Prime Days? Mm -hmm. So I bought a 14-piece Ring alarm system. Uh, I also bought a ring wired ring video doorbell camera. I bought a wired ring spotlight camera for the back of the house, which is always on. I, I just bought a third ring spotlight camera that will go over my man door in the garage, which is on the like rear corner of my house, which no one ever goes into. Uh, and then I hooked up every window in the house with a sensor. And I got one, two, four doors on with sensors. So I've been putting a lot of money and effort into my home alarm system this past two weeks. Uh, I was actually putting one of the ring, the window sensors on the window above the kitchen sink and our dishwasher broke like, I don't know, eight months ago. So we hand wash dishes now. So the sink's filled with water and uh, there's a peel stick on the, that you're supposed to put the thing on there. So I set it up on the app. I got it all. I scan it. It's all, it's logged in. I go to put it on the window and I forget to take the peel off the tape. And I put it on the window, and I'm holding it for like three seconds. I let go, plunk, right in the sink. I'm like, fuck. I'm digging, digging through the water trying to get it out. I pull it out. I take open the batteries. I get a hair dryer. I'm blowing it out. Let it sit for like, you know, six hours. And then I put the batteries back in it, and I sink it back up. It works. I put it on. And then two days ago, I get the notification that it's not work that the batteries are dead. And I'm like, mm, I don't think the batteries are dead. So I pull the batteries. I put new ones in it. It ain't working because it's broke. So I ordered more window sensors. And now in ring on the app, you can't remove a device unless it functions. So if I want to remove that window sensor, <laughs> you take a paper clip and you put it through a pinhole on the sensor itself and it will deactivate it from your list. It doesn't work. I can't do that. It's broken. So now I have to put it in on my ring. It says broken window sensor, not in service. I had to write that on there, type it in. And when you go to arm the alarm, you have to bypass. It says kitchen window sensor not functioning. You have to bypass that. That's okay. Every time, yeah. instead of it just arming like it's supposed to, now that I have a broken sensor, and you can't delete it from the app because it doesn't work to delete it. So I don't know. What, it's an issue I'm having. But anyways, I, get, I did that, set that all up. Uh, I got an email from Etsy. Warner Brothers put in a copyright claim on my Batman bottle opener. Oh. And, and Etsy unlisted it. So I got an official letter from Warner Brothers DC, did Discovery now, um, about a cease and desist in selling my Batman bottle opener. 
but apparently they missed the Wonder Woman bottle openers because I got an order for one <laughs> and the Flash bottle openers because, you know, I'm selling those. So that came up. And so yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on for, for my season desist from MLB. Okay. <laughs> What's on your Etsy shop, right? You have those listed? Yeah. Okay. I finally said, screw it. I'm just going to list these. See what happens. Yeah. No, I'm not going to remove my Wonder Woman or Flash. I'll let them do that same thing again. It, but apparently they only care about Batman because he is the he is DC. So whatever. Yeah. Um, it's the only thing they got going. Yeah. I did get um, indestructible shoes. I don't know if you've seen them on Instagram. I actually have some coming my way. Oh, good. Me too. So we can compare. I'm gonna. I bought the blue boots or the, like the light blue boots. I don't know which which ones you picked. I got um, the. I got shoes. Okay. Great. You know, they 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 tell you to film trying to destroy their shoes, right? Yeah. I want to bring mine to the range and shoot them because I don't think anyone's done that yet. <laughs> but I'm just worried about what the range will say when I hang a fucking boot on it and send it down range. Because we don't have a range at work, so I can't do it at yeah. work. Otherwise, I would. I have to go to a public range. So I'm wondering how that's going to play out. But anyways, when I get the boots, uh, I'm going to try and shoot them and see if <laughs> how that goes. I'm going la- to try to laser mine. Oh, very good. I should try and... Oh, no. See and see it. Yeah, I'll try just and... get a bit that you don't give a, you right, don't give a shit tear about. tear through it. All right. I'll, I'll see and see one and try and shoot one. And yeah. you're going to laser one? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to also, because, you know, people will do the whole thing where they set the shoe, like, underneath the car and then yeah. they roll over it. Well, I'm going to really test it. Okay. I'm debating putting my foot in the shoe. <laughs> no, no, no. Put an egg in there. That's that's what I settled on. Okay. <clears throat> was I'm going to put an egg in the shoe, back over it. Yeah. And then check the egg. Okay. I might, I might try and tie a shoe between two bumpers if I can't pull it apart. I don't know how I would hook it, but um, that might be something. So those boots look – I'm going to wear those for the shop because I wear my gym shoes down here. And yeah. I wear my brunt boots at work, so I don't want to wear them in the shop. And they're a little bit more heavy-duty than, than yeah. these indestructible shoes that are coming. So I think I'm, I'm looking forward to wearing those uh, in the shop. So that will be fun. We can compare our – too bad we can't do something together. That's true. Like – I got my end of the shoe on this side of the camera, and you got your end of the shoe. But we have different shoes, so that's not going to work. Well, that would make it funny. That, I guess that would make it funny. We'll have to think of something. We'll just have to like hold it because we don't know which way the, the, the camera setup will be, so we'll just hold yeah. one this yeah, way, right. and then we'll do it like this way. Yeah. <laughs> and one of those ways will look like an idiot. Hey, I got a box from um, Driverback. I want to open yeah, it real open quick. It up. Right. Open it up quickly. Well, hold on. Uh, talk for a second while I get a knife. Okay, so we've reached the part in the program where Mike leaves. Uh, so let's see here. He's hey, that was actually the quickest that's right. turnaround in the history. You didn't of the even show. get the complaining that I stepped episodes. away. <laughs> I didn't even have to think of something to like kill time with. So Michelle Brule over at Driverback, who's a proud sponsor of the Handcuffs and Sawdust podcast, sent me their new um, setup for my impact. Hmm. Uh so it kind of looks the same. From I'm just opening this for the first time, except what I see is oh here's a note, a card, and the um, instructions. It looks like you can hold extra bits. So right on these little clips here, there's like a clip here and a clip here, 
here too. So you put your so so Mike's pointing to the back of the actual driver back system because this yeah. is primarily an audio medium. Right. You should look at it on YouTube though if you want to see shit. Um, so it looks like it holds a couple extra bits that you can put in. Oh, check this out. It's got an adjustable back strap, so now you can take it on and off as needed. Holy it comes shit. with a plastic case full of full of springs nut and, and driver bits. Bits and springs. Um, I got a couple of flat driver back pencils. I got um, you know a manual. Okay, uh, strap if selection. A, if you need a manual for this, you. <laughs> I question whether or not you should use tools. Let's see what the card says, shall we? Uh, Mike. Oh, there's like 900 stickers in here. Look at. Yeah, she didn't skip on the stickers. Yeah, and there's all different. Look at. That looks like Nacho. Nacho Libre. Nacho. With a screw. <laughs> Howdy from Texas, Mike. Hope and you're Brandon. doing. And Brandon. Hope you're doing well. Here is the updated driver back we just finished up with. Looking forward to catching up with you soon. Keep kicking ass. Appreciate you, Michelle. Uh, yeah, like, there's got to be eight or ten stickers in here with all their different little slogans or logos. Here's a butterfly, but it's a driver Always bag ready in the for middle. your next screw. screw. Here's a crab. So that's cool. So hopefully you don't get crabs after you screw. Well, hold on now. That's a little personal, isn't it? So I said hopefully you don't get them. Thank you, Michelle. A driver back. Uh, I will get that in. I bought another driver. I bought another impact, actually. I bought the uh, Ryobi One Plus. Brushless compact driver. So I'll have to get a driver back system for this because the one I have won't fit. But I wish I would have had this like five years ago. <laughs> the The compactedness, if you will, uh, is really a plus. I'm looking forward to using that more. It really helped when I was doing this uh, whole teardown thing with the and putting shit back together with the uh, furnace bullshit. So that's all I got, man. That was fun. Uh, I don't got anything we have, else. We have questions, oh, we have, right? We have dos. Como se dice dos questions in Espanol? Dos questions? Dos questions, okay. Uh, we got one question from David Franklin. This is a law enforcement question. I sent it to you earlier. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. I did. Okay. I like it. You can answer like first. Because my favorite. It... No, you need to answer first because <laughs> okay. my answer's better. Okay. So let's play that. I already got it synced up to the phone. What's going on, guys? David from 516 Woodworks. Got a law enforcement question for you. Sitting here on a call for service waiting for the detectives for the use of force, and I broke my body camera. So, question for you is, how many body cameras have you guys broken, or how many times have you guys broken some of your equipment while on the job? I'm sure this is going to be bringing up a few interesting stories, so I look forward to hearing them. Talk to you guys later. Stay safe in the shop and on the streets. Uh, thanks Mike. for your question, Dave. Um, I've never broken I know how a, many body cams you've broken. I've never I know, broken I know the a answer. single it's body zero. cam. That's right. Never did it. Never broke one. Uh, as far as breaking other equipment, does crashing a squad car count? Did you break it? Eh, I broke a rim once. <laughs> um, I broke a headlight once when I came flying out of a an alley on my way to a hot call in the winter when the streets weren't plowed and slid right into a snowbank. That's fun. That was fun. Uh, I think that's it, really, just car stuff, because I don't have body camera. 
I did have a dash camera at one point, but we don't. I didn't break anything with it. How about you, Brandon? How many body cameras have you broken? Because you've been wearing them for four years. Uh, let's see here. I'm on my <laughs> third. How do you break three body cameras? Sometimes they fall. Like on accident? Yes. Okay. Absolutely on accident. Hmm. Well, you wouldn't. Well, if anyone's listening, yes. You wouldn't. You would never, Mike, intentionally swipe your hand, knocking your camera off your chest, and have it hit the hard ground when you're fighting with somebody. No, of course not. Nobody does that. No one does that. Nobody would ever do that. So that may not. Have you know, I'm happened. on my. I'm on my third camera. Um, I've also broken. One wooden baton and bent one collapsible baton. How do you break a wooden baton? You, you hit them really fucking hard. I guess you do. Right across the goddamn thigh. The fact that you're still carrying a wooden baton is interesting. Is it a PR24 or just a regular baton? So it's a regular baton. I have a 29, 26-inch uh, bloodwood baton now. With my name engraved on it. Nice. Uh, my whole class, we were getting custom batons because they give you like the really shitty ones in the academy. Yeah. And our department, like, they like the traditional okay. wood baton, but you're allowed to carry like an RCB or an ASP. And uh, <laughs> we all, as a class, were like, what a good, good hardwood. And we're looking through the different wood choices and nobody knows anything. This is before I started woodworking. Yeah. And we were like, ooh, bloodwood. That sounds like it's perfect. We we want that one. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful baton. But it's not the PR24. No. Okay. It's not like the LAPD like That's, fucking L-shaped yeah, one. It's just a, it's just a straight okay. stick with uh, some paracord wrapped around the handle, a little bit of pine tar so it doesn't slip out of my hand. And it slides and, in your belt? Yep. It goes right through the little ring and it is a great deterrent. So if you have the option of carrying a wood baton, consider it because a lot of people will look and go, I don't want to get hit with that fucking thing. Yeah, they don't know what an asp is. Yeah, they don't because know. Because it's tucked what behind, the, well, supposed to, mine's tucked behind my weapon, you know, obviously. So my, my gun, so they don't know what the asp is. And it's is. a great deterrent when you can take the baton and like have it kind of halfway out and you can just be holding it in front of you. Like you're, you're fixing for this to come out of the ring and you don't want it to come out of the ring. Or you're flipping when it comes it, out of the ring, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Or you're flipping it around like in that Baltimore cop show on HBO with oh Honest. yeah, he was flipping it around. <laughs> yeah, I I take a lot of practice swings. Like I'm still playing, playing baseball. baseball. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, so you, you broke like, a wooden if you, baton. If you catch if you catch somebody on their thigh, yeah, like super super hard, just perfect. Yeah, it'll it'll break it. And oh. then I used to train be a trainer for asps in yeah. the military. Okay. So I went to go use mine as a lever to pry out an arm. And then it, the whole thing, I mean, asps suck. And it just went. Wow. I haven't done that, but my, my spring um, load to keep it extended on yeah. fails sometimes just goes limp. <laughs> but you know, you still can't close it until you flip You're it and slam it down onto the ground for, it just won't yeah. extend all the way. And I've been meaning to, you know, tr- switch it out. It's 20 years old, 23 years old. Um, I just never got around to it. I haven't had, I've used it more for the I had one that from closing it on the ground so much, like it created a little metal burr at the end of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got one of those. (laughs) 
Then you'd come and you'd hit somebody with it, and like just it would split them open. Nice. Like what the hell? Shouldn't have been doing that. All right. So he's broken many things. I have only broken car stuff. Uh, We've got. I haven't broken a car though. Not a car. Not Not a whole car. car Stuff. Not a whole car. Not no no part of the car. Well, you got. I have backed into a lieutenant, but it was fine. Like he was walking behind your squad. No, I backed into his car. Oh. You this be- is like this old old Mexican guy gets out. He's like, "Da cabron." <laughs> just I just looked at him. I go, "I don't know, man." I don't allow <laughs> anybody goes, to back up. He goes, "Add no." He goes, "Add no damage." He goes, "It's fine." Uh, good for you, but stop backing up, really. Yeah, but I, I was like, I, <laughs> I saw it happening in the fucking back of camera. I'm like, I should, I should stop. I, oh, you said brain stopping? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because we were, I mean, I we had jammed a whole other part of the city for a shooting, and like I was trying to block a driveway to lock down the crime scene, and I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, there it is. All right, don't hit the LT, don't hit the LT. You should stop. Why are you not oh stopping? Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, the best part was bad. my my sergeant saw it, and he looked at me. And he goes, "That's a fucking roll." Nice. <laughs> uh. All right, we got another good time. One more question from George Vieira, who's also a police officer. He's a sergeant. Uh, he's from nowhere, VA woodworking. He's from nowhere. Nowhere. Right, hey guys, hope all is well. My question tonight is: Was there someone growing up that kind of inspired or directed you towards woodworking? I was always helping my dad growing up, and we had a neighbor who had a full woodworking shop and did amazing woodwork, wood carvings. So those were mine. Was just wondering if there was anyone for you guys. Stay, stay safe, brothers, George. Specifically woodworking, no. Um, I grew up helping my stepdad on the sweet potato farm, so I was always helping with like the mechanics of the tractors and the equipment and shit like that. And uh, my uncle's a licensed general contractor, so I'd help him on job sites. So. I mean, making things and using my hands would be those guys. Right. Um, but specifically woodworking, not really. In fact, like even in high school, I took metal shop. I didn't take wood shop. Oh, right. Okay. So I did have a friend who lost four of his five digits uh, in, in wood a shop? wood shop accident. Yeah. In school. In high school. Yeah. Was it on a band saw or a table saw? I have no I clue, but it, I do know it completely derailed his baseball career. I would imagine. But he did uh, eventually. It happened his freshman year. His senior year, he came back and played a full season and was the team, their team uh, MVP. That's pretty impressive. And now he's a uh, – I, I feel bad calling it a semi-pro because it, I mean, he gets paid. It's professional. It's, okay. I guess it's like the amateur circuit, but he is a amateur wrestler. Uh, I believe he holds a couple of world titles. Really? Heavyweight titles, it's super okay. uh, cool to see. A lot That's of it's very, very adult, cool. not kid-friendly. Okay. <laughs> some of it's kid-friendly, but some of the some of the promotions he does are wow. definitely not. <laughs> Good for him. What about you, Mike? Who, uh, who got you into the whole woodworking? I, I still don't claim to be a woodworker, although I have this awesome wood shop now. But uh, my grandfather, I was raised by my grandparents. So my grandpa was an architect and owned his own architect company. He designed and built 
the family room on my house that I was growing up in, and he built all the kitchen cabinetry by hand. He had a, what was called a Smith machine back then, which is a one, it's got a planer, a jointer, a table saw, all in one machine. It's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so he was my inspiration as far as fixing stuff. And then when I bought my first home in 1992, uh, you know, my, five. my grandpa came over and he did all the tile work in my bathroom. We did the tiles around. We did the floor. We did, we tiled the foyer. We hung a door. He showed me how to put up a screen door. He knew how to do all that stuff. So he was my inspiration as far as teaching me how to do stuff myself. And then my brother, Mark, who listens to the show, he's in finance. He's down in Florida. He's one of the, Hi, Mark. <laughs> he's one of the best wood carpenters, woodworkers I've known. He, used to, he show, showed me how to frame walls, do drywall, um, do some finished carpentry. He used to build custom cabinetry. He built Frank Thomas's house. Uh, yeah, so my brother's got quite the resume as far as woodworking goes. And then when I actually started getting into it, I've been doing DIY stuff for 30 years now, and I've gotten really good at it, if I have to say so myself. But uh, as far as doing the woodworking part, I watched, I think Jay Bates was the guy who, I watched Jay and thought, shit, I, it doesn't look too difficult. He was doing some stuff I couldn't do, but uh, you know, he was a building contractor, I think, when he started. So I think I was able to relate to him as far as he went from doing home and building repair stuff to actually doing woodworking. So I followed a lot of his stuff and I still saved a lot of his videos. And uh, when looking for what tools to get, I would look at his videos first when I started getting into woodworking. And then Steve, Steve Ramsey, woodworking for mere mortals. He's got great stuff for beginners. Based out of the Bay Area. Yeah. So those two... And April Wilkerson when she started, so those, I think those yeah, three were that, the main social. That was that was more of a <laughs> physical attraction, if we're being honest. Okay, well, yeah, if we're being honest, hope to see her again at WorkbenchCon this year. Uh, that's it. I think uh, Jay mainly and Steve Ramsey showing people how to start in woodworking, and I'm nowhere near where I want to be as far as a woodworker goes. But as far as utilizing my shop, I'm really proficient now. I think with YouTube people are like, yeah, Steve Ramsey. And then, um, uh, Alex over at, uh, Mr. Build it mm-hmm. and John Malecki were the ones where I like, I saw them doing stuff specifically, uh, Alex, because we had just bought the house. So he was doing things around the house. I'm like, Oh shit, I could do that. Oh, fuck, yeah. I could do this. Yeah. So those were two guys that I've, I still like when they put a video out, I watch it. Yeah. Like I make a point of watching. I it. used to watch a lot of Malecki stuff. Uh, he does big stuff now. Like yeah. if I don't, I, which I don't, I can't. I like watching it. it. I know I'll never do it, but yeah. I like watching it. Yeah. It's entertaining. We, I met his producers and camera guy at the, yeah, you met now. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And, Jordan. and Sam too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so those are good. Those are my, uh, my main guys. My grandpa started me off with the whole learning how to fix something yourself because he did it his whole life. And, he told me I should never really have to pay someone to do something like that. And now that I'm older and I can't really do the tile work anymore because of my back, I, you know, I let my brother-in-law do that kind of stuff. But I'll still do small jobs as far as the tile work goes, but I do all the carpentry, finished carpentry, drywall stuff, electrical, all that stuff myself. 
I like knowing how to do it all and then deciding is this worth doing it or do I need to pay like, like electrical stuff? Like, yeah, I do. I have a basic understanding of electrical work. I will pay somebody to do electrical work. I, in my opinion, there's too much at risk there. Kind of the same thing with plumbing. You fuck up plumbing, you fuck up electrical, you fuck up your house. (laughs) Yeah. I don't touch the plumbing stuff. I got plenty of friends that know how to do that shit. So I, I have to do my extent of plumbing that I'll do is like, like what I did with the sink in the kitchen, which was rerunning sure. the, the drain. Yeah, I can hook up sinks and stuff and set toilets. But I, if, as far as adding and, and um, adding copper and, you know, yeah, what do you call no that? When the PEX no, when stuff. You, you, oh, soldering? Thank you. <laughs> There's a word for it. You're like, fucking yeah, the thing. But then you're like, thing. you're slightly yeah. out of the camera soldering. frame. So just like, all I see is this like right here. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Soldering, Mike. yeah. Oh, and, and you're like touching, gingerly touching tips. The other day when... I, uh, last time we recorded, I was trying to tell you there's the area that the utilities, it's the utility closet. That's what I meant to say where the HVAC <laughs> and the water heater go. Utility closet. <laughs> utilities. All right. Um, so that's it. George and, uh, David, thank you very much for your questions. Greatly appreciated. Um, that's if all you I too would like to have your question featured on the handcuffs and sawdust podcast, you can send a voice recording to handcuffs and sawdust podcast at gmail.com or you can be like George if you're a little shy we get it you can uh, just DM Mike at Morazzo Woodworking or you can send one to me over at Full House Woodworking or you can DM or you can DM the show but let's face it Nelson's not going to check it no I think that's where George sent that no yeah, or well, you shit. can even I ask. Guess you could also DM the show. Yeah, and you can ask a question on YouTube on the YouTube channel. You could, you could type it in the comments, and because Troy does, I that. won't see it, but but because you don't even go look, look at the videos. <laughs> I don't have time. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm busy. I, you know what I do, Brandon? I bring it up on my MDT and let it play while we're driving around. I can't even bring up YouTube on my MDT. Oh, damn Californians! Yeah, they're afraid we'll watch porn and jerk off in the car. All right, with that. Because apparently that's a problem. <laughs> Someone did it once and ruined it for well, everybody. Well, they didn't do it in the car. They did it on a call. Oh, that's right, in front of someone's daughter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note. On that note, we're out. We may have a show next week. We may not. But, uh, we might be in jail. Who knows? Wait, right. I'll be seeing Don <laughs> Can. Uh, that's where I'm going. He's going to Disneyland. We're going to have fun. Well, Guys, I'm stay not going s- to Disneyland until mid-October. Oh, okay. Stay safe in the shop. <laughs> on the streets. Oh, God. Peace. Bunch of fucking idiots.